Hello and welcome to the Eisner Amper podcast series. Today we're putting a bow on the venture capital landscape for 2021. I'm your host Dave Plasco and with me today is Alan Wink, the Managing Director for Eisner Amper's Capital Markets. Alan, welcome and thanks for being here. Dave, doing well. Hope you are also. Likewise. So give us a recap, you know, a lot of activity in, in 2021. Give us a recap of Q4. You know, it's uh, 2021 was just an absolutely spectacular year in venture capital across the board. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll give you some facts and figures, but I think the one thing you have to keep in mind, this happened during COVID. You know, besides COVID, the, the backdrop of COVID, you know, the backdrop of a global, you know, employee shortage, a backdrop with, you know, the, the chip shortage in the semiconductor space. These numbers are just outstanding. If you look at 2021, we saw $329 billion invested in the venture capital space here in the United States. That exceeded the prior record. The prior record was $166 billion, which was achieved in 2020, you know, which was part of, part of a COVID year. We doubled the record last year. Also, there are records set in terms of, of exit value of, of VC-backed deals. There was records set in terms of capital raised. It was the first year ever in history that, we, that the venture capital industry raised over $100 billion. It was just a spectacular year. I mean, the venture capital asset class is showing returns much better than any other, you know, asset class at this point in time. You know, the question is, will it continue into the future? And we could certainly talk about that later. Yeah, if you could put the fourth quarter kind of in the context of the entire year. You know, similar. I think there were there's $90 billion of venture capital invested, you know, on a $330 billion base for the year. It certainly was in line with, with you know, pri- prior quarters in 2020 uh, and prior quarters in 2021 and far better than, than comparable quarters in, in 2020. Um, you know, there's just still so much, you know, capital sitting on the sidelines. I, I read figures that there's probably $900 billion of venture, of venture capital waiting to be invested. Now, you said something interesting earlier. Um, you know, we're sitting here doing this on, on our computers. We have our smartphones next to us. You know, we have our smart appliances and our smart cars. But you mentioned a global chip shortage. I'm not sure if this is really being widely reported. You know, tell us about that. Well, you know, it's it's impacted every industry. You know, from, you know, you look at, at Apple stock and it took a a decline earlier in the year when when Tim Cook announced they were having problems in their supply chain getting chips for their phones. You know, you look at a stock like Tesla, it's done extremely well because they had their own supply of chips and they were able to keep producing cars. You know, the chip shortage is real. It's not going away. Um, It's going to be with us in 2022 and 2023 until these factories can come come back online and continue, you know, producing at the level that's necessary, you know, are you going to have more chip producers being formed here in the United States to, to amp up our production? Um, it has to happen because there is, there certainly is a global shortage of chips and it's impacting many, 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 many industries around the world. Is it, is it a raw material shortage or is it a supply chain issue? It's a supply chain issue. Well, it's both. There, there is a uh, certainly a shortage of, of the components that go into chips, and you have issues with you know manufacturing facilities and getting people. Um, it's across the board. I mean, it's it's certainly an issue that's got to be addressed. Okay. 
So, so turning the page a little bit, you know, let's look ahead to 2022. Are, are we still going to be in the roaring 20s? You know, what does your crystal ball say for VC investment? Well, I, I think there's a couple, there's probably two sides of the coin, I have to admit. I think when you look at, you know, the amount of capital that, that's waiting to be invested, you look, look at the success of the venture capital asset class and the returns they've achieved, you know, in recent years, there probably is a reason to be bullish on the market going forward. But there, there is some headwinds. Um, if you, you know, last year, 296 tech companies went public. 300 tech, almost 300 tech companies went public, you know, either through an IPO or through a SPAC. As of two days ago, almost 40% of those public companies, their shares were trading at a price below the IPO price. And if you look at the numbers for, you know, companies that went public with revenues less than $10 million, they're down almost 42% from their IPO price. It's about 28% for companies that had revenues in, in excess of $10 million. So you look at that, and and maybe the valuations were a little bit out of whack. Um, you know, So I think there's going to be some correction in terms of VC-backed company valuations. Um, and I think we're, we're certainly going to see that you know, in the next, next year or two. You, know, you have to remember that you know, activity was at record levels. So VCs were doing deals much faster than they were in the past and at prices that were much higher in terms of valuations than they've done in the past. And, you know, maybe there's going to be some corrections and, and the VCs are going to start looking at deals at, at more modest valuations. But once again, you have the supply and demand issue here, and there is certainly a great demand for that capital, and there's a great supply of capital. So will you see some level of correction in, in uh, 2022? I believe so. But I still think it's going to be a, a, a very good year again. Maybe not at the level of, of 2021, but I think it'll be a good year. So for 2022, what about SPACs? Are they still going to be the, the hot commodity? Or are they going to cool down a little bit? What, what are your thoughts there? No, it, you, you're, you, you saw them started to cool down towards the end of uh, 2021. You know, capital has been given back to investors. Um, you know, I, I think you'll continue to see that again in the future. I think a lot of companies, you know, went public through SPACs that maybe should not have. And you're probably seeing that when I, I mentioned that, you know, companies with revenues less than 10 million that went public had such a large decline in their share price versus their IPO price. Um, so apparently a lot of people who invest in them aren't doing as well as they would have liked. Okay. Uh, any other final thoughts on Q4 or 2021? No, I, as I said, a, a tremendous year. Um, and I think we're all going to be waiting to see what the results are for the first quarter to see if that continues into, into the future. Well, Alan, thanks uh, for your expertise and your insight. Dave, thank you so much for your questions and look forward to talking to you uh, at the end of Q1. And thank you for listening to Eisner Amper's podcast series. Visit EisnerAmper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics, and join us for our next podcast when we get down to business.